0: This is the Self-Help Place podcast, the show that provides real self-help for everyone. Created and hosted by Dan Dyson. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Self-Help Place podcast. And in today's episode, which is episode eight, we'll be talking about how to keep motivated during the COVID-19 lockdown. Now, with the current situation... uh, At the time of speaking with the lockdown, uh, we're all kind of slowly getting used to it. Those of us at home anyway, you know, there's still people out there on the front lines, such as NHS and essential workers who are still having to deal with this face to face every single day. But for the majority of us, we are kind of stuck inside either remote working or not working at all and um, applying for things like government grants or universal credit, especially here in the UK, anyone listening from abroad, you might have your own benefit systems that your government is uh, working on. Uh, but we're, we're still getting by, essentially, waiting for all this to blow over. So I picked this topic today because um, I see a lot of my own friends and family um, looking to keep... You know, motivated, like they're, they're, they're saying, like, uh, how do I kind of keep motivated? Some are able to keep motivated, some aren't, and they, they want to know how, and things like that. So, I wanted to use that today as the main topic. So, I wanted to introduce this topic by making the following point. If you are sitting there right now with this overwhelming pressure that you must be doing something with your time, you must be you must have this side hustle, you must have this workout in place and you must be doing something every day otherwise you've wasted your time. Take all that pressure off of yourself and I'll tell you why because the people you can imagine who are doing these side hustles or doing these workouts every day and are making the most use of their time quote unquote are people who actually want to do that anyway regardless of whether there's a lockdown or not and that is the first key Point I want to make in today's podcast, um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about how to take that pressure off. Um, because what you'll actually find when it comes to looking closely at that pressure that you've put on yourself to do something in this lockdown is that it comes from your own expectations and other people's expectations of what you should be doing in the lockdown. Now, um, the word "should" is a very tricky word to use because. Uh, Very, very rarely it corresponds to what you actually want to do. I'll explain a little bit later on how much want plays a vital role when it comes to you doing anything, basically. So that was the intro point. So first of all, take that pressure off because it actually doesn't do you any good because all it does, it's like you're having a huge to-do list. Have you noticed that if you ever have a list of things you need to do in the day, the busiest days are the days where you want to procrastinate the most. You know, it's it's almost like you, there's this big load on your brain that you know you've got all this to do and you kind of put it off you always do something else instead it's the same thing with pressure the more pressure you put on yourself to do something the less likely you are to do something and that becomes a cycle because then you feel bad you've done nothing that pressure increases and you feel that pressure is helping you but actually it's not and I think you have to look into that yourself in your own mind and see how much that actually doesn't help so that is the first introduction point for today. Now how to go about motivating yourself to do something so that all starts with a want you'll be surprised how powerful a want is now you know we kind of see want in a in a funny way there's a different we kind of put that borderline between what we want to do and what we need to do you know um i don't want to do this study right now but i need to do it so then you just get on with it and we kind of leave it at that and it kind of pulls us through but you have to remember want is where that all comes from anyway so I just use the example of study, you wanted to study that in the first place, you know, you wanted to do that subject, and those who, you'll find those of you in, you might even have your own experience with this, those of you who go into a study of a field that you actually didn't want to do, you did it just because you felt there was a good career out of it, you will find it will be 30 times harder, if not impossible, to actually get through it, because you don't want to do it, like, there's no, there's no, well there you go, there's no motivation behind you, and so that is the absolute first driving gear. On the opposite end of the scale, though, you might not want to do anything. It might just be a want for you to not do anything, which is fine, which is absolutely fine in itself. So if you still feel a pressure to do something despite not wanting anything, that is something um, you just need to look into as to why that is. You know, If you ever feel like there's some kind of sticking point there, always ask yourself why. There'll always, there always will be a reason if you look deep enough. Um, and it might just be based on other people's expectations. You see friends and family members achieving lots or doing these workouts or doing these special little uh, videos or whatever. But um doesn't mean you have to do them. It just comes in because they want to do it. They wanted to join in with that. And that, that's fine for them. But for you, if you don't want to do anything, you don't have to do anything. So I think as obvious as that, that point sounds... It is very important to bring that home, you know, because it's we can unconsciously just look at what other, everyone else is doing and then feel this kind of fear of missing out, this FOMO. Um, but if you're one of those who just doesn't have any intent to really do anything, like you may be retired or you may um, have had to leave school early uh, if you're at school age um don't have to you don't have to do anything and i guess that is one of the points on that one so it's only really applies if you want to do something uh, really so those of you who don't want to do anything don't worry about it okay so let's say you do want to do something you don't quite know how to go about it you don't really feel the motivation a lot you know you you have this great idea when you wake up and then you kind of pres- procrastinate during the day so the first thing i would say to that is the way you tackle that is this maintain a regular routine now it's 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 very easy when you go from a routine of being at work all the time or doing something else all the time and then suddenly you cannot do that because of the lockdown and because it's so sudden it's for, it's quite difficult to get used to not having a routine you know you find the days flow into the weekends and the weeks flow into months. And it's it's quite surreal. And you tend to forget what day you're on, which is um, very, very normal, actually, if you don't have any reason to keep track of dates. Um, But keeping that routine, keeping that um, schedule at home actually gives you that motivation because you realize that oh, you know, I'm up, I'm showered, I've had breakfast, you know, like a normal day at work, it's time for me to look into what I want to do. And even if it is, you know, not doing any actual work, even if it's just looking into what you would like to try and look into and try and work on that is absolutely fine as well so sticking to a regular routine is a good idea now there's a number of personal trainers and fitness experts especially when it comes to exercise that says routine is absolutely everything and it is actually think about when you were born What was the first thing you really learned it was routine you know you you were fed at certain times you went to sleep at certain times and as you got a bit older you had play and then you had meals at times and meals were especially important you know you had had your set meals and you waited you were hungry you might have cried out as a baby because you were hungry and you didn't know when your next meal was coming but that learning process was was knowing that there is there was a meal coming you just had to wait for it so routine was one of the first most grounding things we learnt as children so it's essential for us you know it's so the first thing I try and do is either get a pen and paper or you can use a to-do list app or something. Now I use something called Trello. You can go on Trello.com. I'll link to that in the description of this podcast today. Um, and it it consists of boards and cards where you can actually, for example, for myself, I've put a Monday to Sunday uh, cards, and I can add little to-dos on each of those days. Um, now you've got to be careful when making this because it's very easy to either to to go overboard. There's so many. For those of us who are, say, quite ambitious, you want to try and do everything and lots of things, but careful because that goes back to the point of, you know, procrastinating because you've got too much to do, which me, myself, I'm guilty of. Um, I'm still trying to find that perfect balance uh, between doing too much and doing too little. And I don't think there is a perfect balance. You know, you have days where you will just not feel like doing anything, which I'll come on to in a moment. So the first thing is write it down. Write down a routine... And write down a plan that you can commit to on a daily basis. Now, this will take some time to do. So give yourself some time. You might need to swap it around, cross things out and change things, depending on your own responsibilities at home. But, um, you know, let me think of an example. Let's say you have like a keyboard lying around and you want to learn how to play it. And you just thought it'd be nice. Now, remember, the f- take the first point. Don't put that pressure on yourself that you should be doing it. Do it because you actually want to do it. You know, I'd like to learn this and things like that. Um, so get excited about it, first of all, um, and then sit down with pen and paper or you get an app, a to-do list or something like that on your phone or computer. And then you just find, like plan out how you're going to go around this. So, for example, for key- if I was going to learn keyboard, let's say, or piano or or any instrument for that matter, I would um, find a course of learning. So I would look around, I'd search the internet, go on YouTube, find lessons, or even there's actually some... Um, music shops and music tutors that are doing remote lessons through zoom and things like that if that's something that's available to you have a look i'm sure there is i mean where where i live in the uk there are already tutors i know about some friends of mine that are doing remote lessons every single day so and if you go to and and decide to go with a remote music teacher Uh, for example, uh, they will already be able to help you plan out what you need to learn and when. So uh, that'll be that problem solved. But if you want to teach yourself, then there's there's so many courses online you can do. You've got sites like Udemy, YouTube, and there's plenty of other places you can find them. So take those and then throughout the week, plan what you're going to learn on each day, which video you're going to follow, which chords or routines or patterns you're going to learn on each day. Um, and it's important, of course. Without even saying, just get the basics routine down. So make sure you're still having your square meals. It's very, very easy to just. I mean, I'm guilty of this right now. I'm I'm sat in, <laughs> I'm sat in joggers. It's very easy to just sit around in pajamas all day. But try and actually change. Like you're actually going to do something in the day, and it helps more than you imagine. Um, because it kind of um, reminds you that life is still going on, and you're you're still getting yourself into a routine, and you'll feel a lot better for it at the end of the day. So, but that kind of goes without saying. Make sure you have that basic routine, and then on top of that, you can plan what you're gonna do each week. So, I think that's the um, that's the very that's the first point really. I made the introduction point of forgetting that pressure to do something. Forget about that pressure. Just think about what you want. And then once you kind of have an idea, maintain a regular routine with that one. Now, as far as being productive, I'm going to introduce you to an excellent and potentially life-changing time management technique to help you. This is something I actually personally use. I've been using it for a few years now, and it's been monumental in completing studies and work that I need to do, um, particularly as a musician, where sometimes we have to learn a lot of songs in a period of time. It uh, This technique allows you to get the most done in The shortest space of time. So it's called the Pomodoro Technique and it was developed in the late 1980s by a gentleman called Francesco Cirillo and it's a time management method. So the idea is is to break down um, your time into manageable chunks with breaks in between and what it allows you to do is that it allows you to um, not get influenced by distractions so easy because you know there's a... A finite amount of time that you're going to be doing this task for. So, how it works is this. So, it's called the Pomodoro technique. It's it's named after a Pomodoro timer, which is um, Mr. Chirillo's, he had a timer. Um, which was in the shape of a pomodoro, which is a type of tomato. It's the it's actually the Italian word for tomato, but you can get pomodoro tomatoes in supermarkets and stuff. So get any kind of timer first of all. So you might find one on a computer. I will actually link in the description an actual pomodoro timer. Um, it's the same as any other timer really. So but it's something I use and it's it's designed to like keep you going. Uh, on your computer or mobiles. And there's lots of apps and stuff, but I'll link to one that I use. Um, so, like I said, once you've found that thing you want to do, once you started getting into a routine of it, um, you, so every day you'll sit down to do this task. So what the first thing to do is to write down specifically what you want to work on for um, the next period of time you're about to go into. So once you've written down that task, you then set this timer to traditionally 25 minutes that's the typical kind of time chunk that you'll be using so start the timer and then work on that task and that task only for the next 25 minutes once that timer goes off once the 25 minutes is up you then just make a check mark on a piece of paper or you might have an app that actually a pomodoro app that you can get that will actually mark those down for you uh, but either way make sure it's recorded somehow that you've done one of those and then what you do then is take a five minute break and I, I recommend just going away from what you're doing look going outside just getting a, a glass of water a cup of tea or something and just uh, just for five minutes and then once that five minutes up you repeat the same thing you focus on what you're going to be doing set the timer and you do it again for another 25 minutes now you repeat that until you get to the once you've completed the fourth One, you then review everything you've done, you review the task in general, and then you set about what you're going to do. You're going to continue with that, switch tasks, or what have you. And what you will find is is that you will be far more productive in those short bursts of time than you would if you're doing it all day. And this is how it essentially works. When you sit down in the morning, let's say you sit down at like 10am or something to do one particular task you want to do in the day, and you've got all day to do it. Now you sit down to do it, and what happens? distraction sets in almost immediately within the first two minutes you're looking on your phone you're checking something out you've read an article it's very very easy to get caught up and i think it's because you know you've got this whole day to do it so you there's no particular crunch to get it done you know it's, it's like you've got a whole day you're going to do it eventually and it's just a bit it feels like that time's infinite you know But what this does is that it breaks down that time into short intervals so you plan exactly what you need to do and you know that that time interval is dedicated to just that task. So what happens is when you feel a distraction coming on, you need to check something, you want to look something up, all you do is that you have a little notepad beside you or you have something on your computer and you just literally write down what it is you want to look into after the pomodoro is done and then you just carry on with the work so you're you're not ignoring the distraction so much you're just making a note of it and then carrying on then once that 25 minute interval is up you can then look into what uh, that distraction or that thought or that thing you need to look into was so you can work on it in the break so i very highly recommend this technique as it does work Uh, for quite a lot of people does for myself in particular. And you can use it not just for uh, things you want to do on the side or keeping motivated, you can use it for your main job as well. Like some of you are working remotely right now, uh, you will find that because you have those small chunks, and you break those tasks into small chunks, um, you'll find you'll be a lot more productive than if you just left it and just gun hoed it and uh, just try to complete it. Sometimes you won't need it. Sometimes that motivation will just be there because motivation does fluctuate. As much as I am making this podcast about how to keep motivated, you have to understand like it's not always going to be perfect. You're you're going to have days where you just won't be as bothered to do things as other days, which is totally normal. And you and uh, this Pomodoro technique actually really helps with that because sometimes the hardest part is starting. But once you set that timer, once that timer is going, you then just get down to it because you know it's only twenty five minutes. Just 25 minutes and then you can just do whatever afterwards. And it actually really, really helps um, with that as well. The next point I want to move on to is making a space in your home to do whatever it is you want to do. And this applies particularly to fitness. So um, because we have nowhere to actually go to work or to go out to really, I mean, we can still do exercise and we can still, you know, go get shopping Um, there's not a great deal we can do outside. So if you divide almost divide your home in a way so that you have like a room for doing something, that's good as well because you know you're going into that, and it's on a psychological basis, you know you're in that room for one reason only. So um, whatever you decide to do, make a space for that. Um, because having a dedicated space, it doesn't just remind you to do that thing regularly you know it's there it's also a great motivator um because you know that space is ready to use you don't have to like move around you don't have to try and set things up every single day which just just kills it to be quite honest you have a space which is all set up and ready to go and all you need to do is walk into that room and do it and you'll be surprised how much that actually works like at present, I'm sat in front of my computer workstation. I'm studying web development, so I have my laptop and I have a second screen and everything all ready to go, and I have my files in like a quick access folder so I can just go straight into it, and it helps so much. And I think if I had to go and find that every day or set things up every day, I would just lose all motivation to do that. So that is the uh, second point on the subject of motivation. The third point, now this is um, particularly important, is... Um, social time is not wasted time, especially right now. So where possible, invite your family or friends via Zoom or FaceTime or Messenger or what have you um, to do things with you. So, you know, for example, you might have a group chat or you might have work friends that decide to do a particular challenge per day. Um, You might be doing things like exercise. If you're into online gaming, there's that as well. You can make something more of it, you know. So, um, you will never, ever waste your time in this lockdown by being social. because that, that is so essential, especially talking to people. You know, we're used to going out and seeing people all around us. We don't have that. And it is a very strange experience. You know, we're, we're humans, we're social, you know, we're, we're meant to be social. So um, it's very, very important you get them involved with that one. Now, you might not have a family that really do a great deal of things you want to do. And that is, you know, there's something I can relate to. Um. But uh, it's important to try and include them in something, you know. Try and do like uh, I have a group of friends where we have like a, a daily challenge where we just do something stupid every day, and it's it's great. It's it's actually just it's it's just fun, and and I think now more than ever we just need a bit of fun to keep us going through the day. Um, so that is the next point. Uh, just make sure you do. Try and involve your family and friends in anything you try and do. Or even if you can't involve them in the activity, at least talk to them about it and share it with them and they can be share their experiences of what they're doing. So always just keep in touch with people. Next point I'm going to make is mental and physical health. And again, this is another obvious point you could say, but actually it's not as obvious as people think. You know, it's, it's very easy to see this time as a time of rest, which you absolutely should do. And again, this is not... A lot of the pressure actually does come from things like exercise. Uh, I I find that amongst my friends and family, that is a particular sticking point when it comes to being motivated and they feel bad for not doing that. So there's a way around that, really. So I want to talk about physical exercise to start with. So again, like I mentioned in in one of the previous points, make a space for this. Now, the main space will probably most likely for a lot of us be outside you know in the UK in lockdown we can still do our exercise walks around our cities towns villages what have you Um, but also you know for those of you want to do a bit more than that like if you want to do some weight training or stretches or yoga pilates things like that again have a space set up so you can just go and do it that that helps massively because Having the motivation to exercise can be one of our biggest challenges. You know, how many of you have gym memberships in the past that just kept going month by month, and you didn't go for such a long time? You know, it's it's there, but I'll go to it. I'll I'll try again next week. Uh, exercise is particularly hard, but. Um, it's all about your mentality. Again, it's all about that pressure. You know, you feel like you should be doing something, but do it because you want to do it. You have to think back into why you want to do that. You know, do you want to exercise because you want to be stronger? Do you want to be slimmer? Do you want to be in better physical shape? Do you want to build some muscle? you have to really concentrate on what it is that makes you want to do it in the first place because if you really didn't want to do it you just wouldn't do it you know there's obviously something there that making you want to do it so start with that always focus on that have the room set up and also very important um have clothes and equipment set out for you the night before so then when you wake up and you go to do your workout whenever you do that you have everything ready because that does help and it it works wonders Actually, I have to say personally, it works wonders to actually have workout things set up and things ready to go. Or uh, I mean, when back in back in the days, we could go to the gym. Back in the days, we could actually go out and go to the gym. I'd always have to try and have a bag packed, but um, those days will come again, folks. Those days will come again. But for the meantime, just have everything set out so we can get changed um, and get workout gear. And these sound like such little things, like very very obvious points, but these little points are the difference between us actually doing things we want to do and just not doing them at all. So they're very, very important. If you can get them right, then that's the important thing. That's how you can build and maintain a motivation so you can actually do what you want to do. Um, and natural motivation comes a lot easier than willpower. I think willpower is a very small percentage um, of what you do. That's just to get you up and going to the, the place. But the main driver behind everything is your natural motivation. So use these points I've described so far to build that natural motivation so you can get stuck in and you can, you can do it and you will just feel a whole lot better about doing them. Also, be mindful that things are stressful right now. There's not a lot we can do to change that. You know, we're in lockdown. There's probably family, friends and partners that we're unable to see. My girlfriend lives in America. I don't know when I can see her again. And it is stressful, you know, it's um, there's a lot of worry. There's a lot of tension and stress going around right now. But with exercise, it actually boosts your mood and gives you way more energy. And you think for a lot of us, we think, you know, working out like absolutely sprinting or jogging or running or weightlifting surely that can't give you more energy but it does actually it, there is a science behind it which I won't go into in this podcast because it's not a workout podcast it's a one about mental health and taking care of yourself um, but it does boost your mood um, and never underestimate the power of a workout and what it can do for you in the day. So I think it's essential to try and work that into your routine. And don't worry about doing, you know, I say about 20 minutes to an hour. Do whatever you can. You know, it's regardless of age. It's regardless of what you're able actually able to do, whether that's to do with disability or circumstance. It doesn't matter. There's always something you can be doing. And it's a case of having a look into that. You may even decide there may be... Um, some remote working personal trainers if you if that's your thing it's something you can look into which also helps with the motivation um so that is a thing exercise try and do what you can with that now with the mental health side of things now Um, This is something I went into in a blog and a podcast of mine I think it was episode two of the podcast check that out about coronavirus saying it's okay to be scared so uh, briefly touching up on that it's okay to be scared it is because you know no one's really faced this before it's it's difficult and the more we try to push away this idea of being worried or scared we don't want to feel bad. But the weird thing is about mental health is that the more we resist something, the more it persists. As the saying goes, what you resist persists. So accept the fact that it is scary and it is stressful and try and find ways that work for you. Now, this is a very bespoke thing, mental health, because some things work better than others um, for some people like meditation, yoga, things like that. Um, if you're not really into that, it's more like, you know, social bonding, keep in touch with people and just looking after your own health as well, which is, again, it's something I always pipe on about in these podcasts and blogs. But the reason I do is because it is so important. You know, it, we're we're trying to normalize that conversation that, you know, we do suffer sometimes and it, it, and it's completely fine to do so. The final point I want to go on to, which is kind of related to the mental health side of things, Um we just, I think as we're going along in this lockdown and the more news we're watching and things like that, within chunks, of course, we want to make sure we're not overwhelming ourselves. Um, we actually find we're watching, as I mentioned right at the start of this podcast, we're actually watching a little less news because I think we're getting a little bit used to what's going on. I mean, we check it now more with when's this lockdown going to end, when's this going to happen, how's the state of things, but it's we're kind of getting used to the situation. But it's about accepting and really realising how little control we do have over things. There's a lot of things we're all realising this lockdown. Um, with workers, there's like how well remote working can actually do once you know what you're doing and once you've got everything set up. I know there's been a few problems with that in places, but it's also about how little we control things. No one really saw this coming. It was one day we were working, doing our normal lives. I was, I was actually working on a ship. As a musician, and I came on the ship before the coronavirus thing really happened, we saw it a couple of times in the news, and then one day out of the blue, one afternoon before I was due to start performing that night, I got a knock on the door from a manager who said, we have to leave tomorrow, and that was it. That was it. It was done, and I was like, "Oh, this actually is happening." And when you're on a ship in the ocean, you don't really think about too much what's going on on land because you don't see it. You you only hear it in the news. So for myself, I I came home the next day, and then I went to the supermarket and saw empty shelves, and I saw all these memes on the internet about it. But then when I actually it actually hit me, I was like, "This is happening. This is real." So it was completely out of my control. There was nothing we can do. But we're realizing that now, and we're realizing that, you know. We're in a time, and if you look on the strange, kind of bright side of things, for those of us at home, there's suddenly not a lot of pressure to do anything, which is kind of going off a tangent of what this the point of this podcast is. It's about taking pressure off yourself to do something, but we realise there is no pressure, actually, on the opposite side of things. You know, there's no... There's no FOMO, there's no fear of missing out because everything's kind of come to a bit of a standstill. Um, and we suddenly can let go of that for a little bit and give ourselves a bit of that rest from that. So uh, now the pressure I'm talking about in this podcast is to do with yourself and your own pressure about doing things and keeping motivated. But again, that pressure from, remember, that pressure from outside is kind of not there right now. There is some, of course, you know, it's what's going to happen afterwards and things like that. But that's normal. And you can only do what you can to try and solve that and you have to trust yourself that there will be a time and place where you will deal with that. So I think that's the thing as well. And um, to conclude the podcast today, um, on top of the points I've made already is it's okay to disconnect. It's okay to take a break from social media. It's a lot. You know, there, there are those of us who, you know, we have social feeds that are quite alarming. It's full of stuff and it's just too much. And the thing is, when you sit sat at home, and trying to do what what you can or what you want to do, but then you're just constant. Your phone's right there, and you're constantly looking at it, and you're seeing everything. Take a break from it. Allow yourself that break. And even you just need to tell people. Um, when I have my regular guest on Dave Norris, and uh, we talk about this, take that break from social media and tell people that you know you're taking a break for a little bit. You can contact them in an emer- You you know they can contact you. Sorry, in an emergency, if they need to, take the break. Allow yourself that rest and. To recover really and then just take it as it comes we now have that opportunity to well most of us have the opportunity to rest and recuperate sadly um our frontline staff on the nhs they are working tirelessly day and night to try and solve this thing and you know applause to them of course because they're the ones looking after us and keeping us uh, keeping the situation in line the best they can really Okay, so just as a final conclusion to everything, to a final recap, sorry, a summary. Um, so, as I've mentioned, forget the pressure to have to do something you do not have to do anything unless it's something you are response directly responsible for of course if you have children or something like that you know you you do need to keep them fed and clothed you know you can't really not do that but you know what i mean it's it's get rid of that pressure that you must be doing something productive and it's something um our guest mike davis on one of our episodes said um and then once you so look into what you want to do if you want to do something if you don't don't worry if you want to do something then maintain a regular routine with it so make a routine get started get in get um, inspired like look things up research and just see if there's anything you can do and schedule that into uh, your calendar um, next point was to make a space in your home to do that particular thing Um, So set up a place where it's very easy for you to get to. You can just hop on and you can just get on with it. So that's making a space. Keep in touch with family and friends and try and include them on what you're doing. You know, even if you are releasing videos on social media for everyone to check out. I've seen a friend, seen some of my friends do it. And it's fantastic, really. And we love seeing that. Um, And social time is not wasted time. Always remember that in this lockdown, especially in this lockdown, actually. Um, Exercise where you can. Um, so do those walks, take advantage of being outside, because there's not a lot of outside activity we can do, make a space in your house to do your exercises, your yoga, your pilates, your weight training, whatever whatever you do, you might even be lucky enough to have a home gym, Um, but if you do, again, just keep that routine, Um, try and stay out of the pyjamas if you can, it's very, very easy to lounge around in them, but uh, try and get like a weird in a weird way like clothing routine you know you, you, your pajamas to bed your normal clothes in the day things like that and then finally know that there's not a lot where you can really control about the situation it's okay to disconnect and um, there's no real FOMO at the minute we're not really missing out on a great deal um, and accept the feeling that this does, this, this does kind of suck but the key to motivation um, when in this lockdown is start with what you want start with what you want and take it from there into implementing in your life and don't do it because other people expect you to. Do it purely because you want to do it. If you don't, no need to worry about it, is there? All right. Thank you again for very much for listening. Um, I mentioned a couple of resources in this podcast today. I will link them down in the description below wherever you're hearing this. Um, take care of yourselves in the lockdown. I'll be back again on Friday and I'll be bringing uh, our regular guest Dave Norris back on the show to discuss some more very interesting content, no doubt. All right, Thank you very much for, for listening and goodbye. Thank you for tuning in. Please visit the website com for more information.